0: Hey everyone, welcome to episode 10 of Four Goats in a Micro podcast. We have Streetsy with us today, the e-comm jewelry queen. Hey, okay. um,
1: oh, okay. I get the <laughs> okay.
0: Jewelry queen. I like that. Obviously, we've been drinking or partaking a little bit. So, Streetsy's going to introduce herself, talk a little bit of her shit, and then Bees has um, a follow-up question for her, and we're just going to jump into <clears> it from there. So tell us, Street C tell us about you and why you're so dope and like how you handle your business.
1: All right. So my name is Street C. As um, Abby just said, I am a former graphic and web designer. I now have my own accessory line. So I sell custom jewelry and accessories, um, basically inspired by 90s, 2000s, the era of, you know, the women in that day and age. And that's what I'm doing now. I used to do consulting and business coaching for people in the hood. <laughs> just help am um, you know, helping them learn how to like do their business and promote on social media. Like, fuck yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking, that shot just woo. So before hey, B's asked this question. I do want to ask you, what made you Just pivot from warm. graphic design to making jewelry? What was, what, what was that? To be honest with you, um, when I first started, I realized that a lot of the software that you use to make jewelry, you use in graphic design, or it's mm-hmm. similar. So once I learned that, I was like, oh, I can do this and, and make that. So I, I experimented with that, with um, using acrylic in the beginning. And then once I learned that, I was like, oh, shit, let me just go to school for this. So I decided to go. I went to the Jewelry Arts Institute in Manhattan to learn goldsmithing. So I actually learned how to do it, like, back in the day, like, soldering with the fire and everything. I have, I still have all of my old rings that I made with gold and stuff from in the beginning. We were making chain links, like, individually, like, making the links from the gold. Like, that's how... But I
2: like, that shit is not easy sword. at all
1: yeah the, that shit
2: is amazing. so like,
1: hard. Man, yeah yeah, it was so cool, but then, um after I did that, I decided that I didn't really want to go into like find jewelry and stuff like that because there was no one catering to like my community, my demographic, like my type of people. I could never find the stuff that I wanted to get, so I was just like, okay, let me just make it instead. So I started actually, I started making stuff for myself. And then I had friends that were bartenders um, in the club, like, star tenders back in the days that worked at Starlets and different popular, like, strippers, bartenders. I would just make jewelry for them in the beginning. And um, (laughs) people would ask for, for the same stuff. And then I had friends that were stylists, so they would ask me for stuff for, like, music videos. So in the beginning, that's what I was doing. Then people were just like, oh, could you make this for me? Could you sell it? And I was like, okay, sure. I could just I could just sell it. So it wasn't on purpose. I didn't wake up and just say, okay, let me just start this business. But I realized that there was a need for it. And I said, why not? No one else is doing it. And now everybody's doing it. <clears throat> but you know how that goes. <laughs> you know how that goes. But I started in 2014, actually. I went to school in 2013. And then I started my business officially, selling jewelry in 2014. It's been a a long time. Yeah. Mm So wait, I don't want to, I don't, oh my bad, keep going. No, I was going to say I stopped when I first started because it was overwhelming. I was younger. I didn't know that much about business. There wasn't Shopify. There wasn't nothing. It was just like big cartel and a couple of other sites. And I couldn't really deal with like mentally the pressure of having everybody just all of a sudden, not everybody selling jewelry. I didn't really have the mental state of just believing in myself that much. So I was just like. I'm. I can just go back and do websites like fuck this. So I stopped. <laughs> I stopped. I just gave up. Like alright y'all, y'all all just trying to copy me instead of just staying consistent. I just stopped. But recently, not recently, in like 2018. In 2018, um, <laughs> one of my homegirls, she's a, she's a stylist, and she hit me up, and she was just like, "Hey, do you still have earrings? I need something for a video." And I was like, "Oh, you still want that?" And from there, I was like, you know what? Let me just get back into this. And that's how I got back into it. So, like, yeah. from, I guess, you said you were, you got into, like, web development and graphic design. Mm-hmm. That's that's typically, that's rare for a woman, especially a black woman. So how did that, like, develop? How did you even realize that was your passion, something you can make money from? Like, how did that start? That's funny. I learned how to um, do web design and graphics from my dad. I went to visit him in the summer. Went to, I think, how old was I? I was probably, like... 14 I can't remember how old I was but he taught me how to design in Photoshop so and then in Dreamweaver so I learned how to code from turning images into slicing and saving it <laughs> saving the files and then doing the html on my own so after that I was just like oh this is super cool and then at that time there was black planet there was um uh, myspace right, right. And all of those things, and they were like little small communities of people that had their little websites. So we would just all make our little websites. And I got into it like that. I didn't really get into it in the beginning thinking about making money from it. Right. But it was just fun. And then I, had, I always had friends that were into stuff. So I'd be like, oh, let me do your background. Let me do your business card. Let me do." So it just ended up organically happening from here, to be honest with you. But I was always artistic. I love art. I love drawing. I love painting. So that was just easy.
0: What do you think set you apart from like your
1: competitors when you were doing the graphic and web design? <clears throat> My personality, to be honest. A lot of people they would do a consultation with me and the questions that I would ask them, other people wouldn't ask them. I would try to I would just try to get different concepts out of them for whatever their brand is, instead of just making whatever they think they want and I would be honest like this is trash I'm not making this you're gonna have to just get somebody else to make this because I'm not doing this because I gotta put my name on this I can't put this in my portfolio so um that's one of the reasons about like I had a client she's selling hair and her name was destination extension so we did her thank you cards it looked like a passport all of her hair tags look like the airport tags like we like I always made everything with branding super creative instead of just copying with other whatever I see other people doing with glitter and freaking gradients all over the place like I was just trying to like really get down into what that person is trying to do with their business and just help them no we We are not doing no gold foil get that out of here (laughs) (laughs) I hate it (laughs) How important do you think
2: branding <laughs> is?
1: Like, <laughs> how important do I think what is? <laughs> branding.
2: Branding. Like branding? How you uh, were making the passports for the other company. Like, How important do you think branding is for you and your company? And just in general.
1: I think it's one of the most important things because that's what makes you stand out from other people. And it's what people remember about you. Not only the visuals, but just the experience. I think that's. All of it, all of that is a part of branding, in my opinion. And it's a lot, I feel like a lot of people are lacking that because they just see something someone else did and then just copy it instead of really figuring out what their target client or their avatar is they like. Like, for me, it's easier because I am, my, like, my target, so I know what I like, so it's easy for me to brand because I'm not just catering to some audience that I'm not actually a part of. A lot of people do that. Like, people would say, okay, I'm trying to do this girl boss. Da-da-da-da. And I'm just like, you know why it's so hard for you to make shit? Because you're not a girl boss. <laughs> like, you don't know what those people think. You don't know what they like. You don't know what they want. X. No, it's the truth. X. You don't know what they right, want. So right. like, it's, really, it's really hard for you to, like, make stuff for them because that's not really who you are. So no, you
2: Right. Like, how you
1: so for for me, You can't relate
2: to them. You don't know. <laughs> You don't. You're not in that lifestyle. You're not really in that. You're not living that lifestyle. So you can't really make it.
1: So what was Young Street they like? They disappeared in like six months. <laughs> <That>. <laughs> so what was Young Street see like? Do you feel like, like the younger you, your younger <laughs> passions played a role in like how so successful you are right now? Hmm. Were you super creative, like, road. as a as a young yeah. kid? Because, I mean, oh, yeah, we're I talking about how, yeah, like, you know which, which out, like, you always stood out, like, personality. Things, I oh, <laughs> 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 oh, I mean, because you talked about, like, you always stood out, you know, through, like, your personality. So, like, I mm-hmm. wonder, like, who were, who were you as, like, a young kid and how that, like, kind of compounded and really, really, like, set you apart. No, yeah, I was always super creative. I was the type of person that was making my own T-shirts and, like, painting on my clothes and just making jewelry out of paper clips and stuff. So I'm not too surprised with what I'm doing now because I was always a creative person. So, yeah, I mean, still the same, but just a little more rebellious when I was younger, (laughs) doing whatever the hell I wanted to do. Tell us a crazy story. You said you was wild. You already opened the can. <laughs> you gotta tell us a crazy story. Oh man, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what kind of crazy story?
2: Anything.
1: Oh, <laughs> um. Hmm. Damn. Damn. It's so many. I could tell you. Ah shit! I don't know. We gotta come back to this question. Ask mm-hmm. me this again in like in ten minutes. It's so many. It, it sounds like we need another shot. It just sounds like you need another shot. Okay, <laughs> I'm not going. I'm gonna take a. I'm gonna take a sip. I'm not gonna take another shot. Y'all about to give me? Y'all about that? What time is it? It's only six, seven o'clock. Y'all not about to have? Seven. You fucked up after. It's seven It's past five
2: or past four, whatever that saying is. But um. Quick. It's Sunday. We we make our own rules. We set our own schedules. There's no excuses. <laughs> That's true. We all work by ourselves, though. So well, yeah, still, we yeah. do. It. Most of us. Okay. So let me ask you a question, and then we'll go back to that. So, what's one random fact about you that nobody knows? <laughs> uh okay. Um, that nobody
1: at all, or that most people like most follow on me on social media.
2: Know. Yeah, on social media like you don't talk about it online really. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, you sound like you got something. <laughs> right, right.
1: Um I used to work in a strip club. Oh, that had to be fun! Oh, so I know you got a good story from that.
2: Hey, you got plenty of stories. Come on, me and
1: Bs, we love the strip club. You love the strip club. Oh yeah, I do. I have a strip <laughs> club advocate. We all love the strip we club. Go ahead, put <laughs> that out there. Excuse me. Excuse Ari does
2: too. She was right there with us. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, so y'all would have loved meeting. I- <laughs> <my laughs> yeah. <laughs> R Ar- snuck some blunts in up. in and
1: her boobs for me. Thank you, R. Here sure it is. Real
0: niggas. Shit. We got patted down.
2: <laughs> y'all be up in the strip club? Yeah. Yes. Strip club in Miami. Before,
1: yeah. okay. Oh, I know y'all My birthday, we was
2: a club. If it wasn't COVID, would have been in the strip club like every week. So. <laughs> yeah, I used to be
1: up
0: in there a lot. Got after I, I used to so. I used to go. Friends that strip, right? <laughs> Gotta
2: we go. We're
1: support support positive yeah. here. Bees okay. Like
2: bees. Yo, y'all is crazy. I've seen bees there's, nothing, bees. there's
1: nothing like that environment though. that environment. Right. Is like perfect. That's, Especially after you have that's... a stressful week and you just go get some some chicken wings or something. Some yes. drinks. Right. Right. <laughs> what's your, okay, what's your make favorite it
2: foods it's in the club? Mm-hmm. With some music. <laughs> <Mine is wings. laughs> that was my set. Yeah. What's your favorite <laughs> food in, in the strip club? What's your favorite food? Lamb chops. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's a part. pro.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I
0: was like wings.
1: <laughs> That's I used to work at. Made this bomb ass steak, pepper Ooh. steak. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was Dominicans, so they made this bomb um pepper steak with rice and beans. So I used to want to go there when I wasn't at work. Like, let me get some. <laughs> Steak. And I'm like, how y'all giving how y'all giving us the steak while before we work? Right. <laughs> Nobody's gonna wanna work.
2: <laughs> yeah, my, my favorite food was like uh at stadium, they used to have two dollar Tuesdays, they had the taco mm-hmm. taco Tuesdays. Apparently they don't have them no more. I've been gone for about a couple of years, but apparently they don't have them no more. But them shrimp tacos in stadium, that was my move. I wonder if I seen you in there because I used to be in there every Tuesday. <laughs> a stadium, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Possibly.
1: And nah, you gotta get shift. the day shift. You gotta get the day, day shift. Day shift, yeah, that's what is lit. Day shift mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Go get you a pool plate. I was always like, too young to go to the strip clubs in Atlanta, so I can't wait to come out there and see y'all. Uh, yes, we gotta. Hit. I haven't been to one yet. Out
2: there. Well, so we, we, gotta we gotta all go. It. We gotta all. You
1: ain't been to Follies yet, girl. Mm-mm. Oh, we gotta link up. We gotta go to Follies. We gotta get magic. I can't, listen, I don't know how to act in strip clubs. I empty out you don't my know how to towels. act at all. <laughs> the rappers in Atlanta, not lying, the strip club is where it's at, okay? For real? If it's where it's at. Atlanta's got the best strip clubs, like, in the world. I <laughs> will empty out my pockets in a strip club, so... <laughs> And we got, go. we got wings. We have like full buffets in there, girl. Come on,
0: girl. Just run a promotion the week before,
1: and it's fine. <laughs> right, right. Yo, you know what I'm so talking about? That's me. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, I just—I yeah. don't even got to do it on Twitter. I just send a text blast, like, "Teeth hell." Right. I want to
0: spend. I do that all the time. Let
1: me send something out. Hmm.
0: So. What's up
1: with the boo? Are you married? You got a boyfriend? Like,
0: what's up? Yeah, I'm married. Oh, how long? Lit. I I asked the nosy questions.
1: (laughs) Right? You let everybody ask the business stuff, and then you ask the The
2: spicy shit. Take another shot. Let me stop. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right, take another shot.
0: I'm done. I finished mine. I, I have think you've been with your oh, you know. guy for there a
1: minute. She's been with her guy for a minute, if I remember right, because you're married, I think, and you've been with your guy
2: for a minute, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so how so did seven y'all meet? years? Almost eight years. Damn um, is he, wait, 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 hold on. Is he an entrepreneur? Yeah, he is too. Of course, what how's he is he it gonna do? work? Yeah, we'll <laughs> I know Streacy, she was going hard on Twitter with B Simone. Like, so what? what does he do? I, I, I
1: was going hard because I felt that, you know, I felt like the people that was talking about that weren't qualified to talk about that. But, um, <gasps> I agree. <laughs> right. Right. Let's, we need some sound effects on this episode. <laughs> I <liked> it. <laughs> <laughs> like it. Bad
0: talk.
3: Yo, y'all are crazy.
1: <laughs> that, so how'd y'all meet? I've known him for a long time. Actually, I met him through a mutual friend because he was like shooting her music videos and stuff like that. And we just was always cool, and we were just honestly friends and ended up in a relationship. It wasn't we didn't plan to be together or nothing. Okay, so like, how'd y'all
0: end up in a relationship? Like, y'all were hanging out. Like, come on, give us like the love story. Did he sing you that Zappin' Roger?
1: Oh, the what? i
3: wanna
1: be your man i wanna be your man
3: he's <laughs> <laughs> <It's> so stupid <laughs> i'm crying
1: oh my god <laughs> Nah, it didn't happen like that honestly um we would just always hang out with each other and one day like i just ghosted for a couple days because i lost my phone because i was in the club fucking wilding out and you just like nah. I care about you too much. Like you gotta be my girl.
2: Aww, yeah, that's, that's exactly that is so girl. cute. So you know,
1: that, always, like
2: that, so you can't on like,
3: accident.
2: for you. You can't do like if your husband now wasn't an entrepreneur, you wouldn't be able to do that, right? Mm. You, nah, you gotta be an entrepreneur. Absolutely. Okay, Absolutely. but why? Because I so feel like people we'll get
0: salty yeah. about it, but I feel like there's valid reasons. Yeah, why does it work for you?
1: Because just the way just the way that I look at time and stuff. Like, I would be at my office for the whole, like, I would like honestly be there from six o'clock in the morning till midnight. Like, I'm not even coming home. By the time you get home, you're sleeping type like shit. I can't be with somebody that doesn't understand that. And I, like, before COVID, I used to travel you know, a lot back and forth for business and stuff. And like my husband is the same way because he shoots videos and he's on tour with T-Pain showing for him. So he we would like literally only see each other like maybe once, twice out the month. And that was okay with me because I'm already always busy. But I don't think that somebody that is not an entrepreneur and not part of that type of lifestyle will be able to handle that or deal with it. People say one thing when it's like, in theory, they're cool with it, but when it really comes down to like understanding shit in the moment of being in your feelings, they don't know how to deal with it. Because I'm not going to say I never get in my feelings, but because of personal experience, I know how to just be like, right, I understand. Even though I want to see you right now, I understand. Most people can't say that I understand because they don't understand. Right.
0: Like, it's you know what not, I, mean? I don't want to see you. It's more like, I got to get this back. <laughs> I gotta finish this. Yeah, like, I'm
1: doing what I gotta do right now so that sh- things could be what it needs to be later. And some people, a lot of people don't look into the future. Like, majority, that's the reason why I would decide all of y'all bitches cannot be talking shit right now about this topic because y'all don't even think into the y'all own future. So there's no way y'all telling me that y'all understand <laughs> that y'all, oh, you think I'm gonna be mad because you're awake you at three times? You can't even make it to work on time for your regular job. What are you talking about? Like, what are you talking about? On top of the fact that <laughs> everybody on Twitter be like, oh, people can't have preferences, this and that. And then somebody say their preference, and then all of a sudden it's the problem. Because she just said she just wanted somebody to match her lifestyle. That was it. And everybody took that into, oh, you calling me broke because I work at nine to five or that. Hold I keep, on, hold on. Like, that wasn't it. That wasn't it. She did say that. She did say that. And I agreed with her on that part. The part where she was, going was saying nine, five her, people, I remember. nine to five people got a broke mindset. And I was like, uh, uh nine that's to five people cute. don't make money. That's different because it's, it's people that like nine to five don't always mean nine to five. Like I got a nine to five and I work like sometimes 12, 16 hours a day. You know wait, what
2: I'm saying? Wait, so I got, I got a nine to five and I'll be working like three. But the, no, but but the you thing gotta, about uh, that is you yeah, like y'all yeah, That's what I'm <laughs> well, saying. The, the thing about that look. is how
1: many people are like y'all.
2: Most of the people that were
1: talking shit, they go exactly. to their nine to five, come home and sit on the couch. Exactly. And like, I just I just—they just, they just work all, their job. To they nine to five yeah. and don't even do they the Don't they even do, do nothing at work. <laughs> I just don't think we can group all nine to five people got a broke mindset. So I'm like, I know people that work at nine to five at Amazon making a quarter of a million dollars a year. So it's like, I think, I think this
0: is what she she missed. Right? It's more so the nine to five people who are just settled, right? And they don't. Which is like ninety
1: percent of people.
0: <laughs> Which they go to work, they do whatever they do for that eight to nine hours, however long, and then they come home and they hit you up wanting to be entertained, right? right. And then they get upset right. that mm-hmm. you are not available or that I don't want to talk to you for the next five hours. I could be getting shit done or <laughs>
1: doing literally anything well, else. Sometimes you just mm-hmm. don't want to talk because you're so fucking mentally exhausted mm-hmm. from having to do so much shit all day. Like I yeah. have times like that where I'm just like. Don't talk to me. And like, imagine living with somebody, and they don't understand that. So they internalize all of that shit, not realizing that you're just mentally drained, or that there's this <laughs> time mm-hmm. where you just like you have so much shit on your mind because that's why I'm just like, y'all, y'all never been in this position. Go shut the fuck up. Y'all don't know what y'all talk about mm-hmm. like that because there's yeah. so much with it. It's so much. That's why. That's why I agreed with you. On that where home, I'm like, oh, I want oh, to You go somebody. to your room. I'll go to mine. Mhm. I, I only want to date somebody that will understand this lifestyle like you can't understand that I'm gonna be at work and unavailable for a long time or when I come home from work I'm still gonna work on my businesses like I'm still gonna be on the computer I don't got time to just exactly. be entertaining a grown a grown ass man like I'm not doing that but their thing was that they could handle that that's what everybody they knows. think like, they, think oh, they could handle, it. handle that and, and that's what they I'm saying think. like no you couldn't like Mm-mm. it sound good it might last you can't for a even handle months. yourself <laughs> But can you I know, me be mad? People be wet daddy when they don't get a text back or a call back within a right. certain amount of time. So they you already know off rip they can't handle it. My whole right. thing is if you can't make a relationship work with somebody that does work at the same type of job as you, what the fuck makes you think you're gonna be able to do one with somebody
2: that doesn't? Right. Well,
1: no child Like you're adding all of these band. extra factors into the situation. <laughs> But you can't even you can't even get it you can't even get it right with somebody that has a basic regular schedule and and be able to see them one time. But you you could handle somebody that's on flights every day at
2: night. <laughs> that's true. When the math is goals. not mathing. Okay, relationship goals. Remember,
1: <laughs> the math ain't math. Right. That's,
2: that's definitely true. Like for me, it's just
1: like <clears throat> go ahead.
2: Oh, sorry. Yeah, but but like for me, Ooh. it's like. When I was overseas, like our relationship, like I'm engaged right now, we've been overseas, so it's kind of like I've been I've been just dealing with like me and my fiance. Like she's okay with me being gone and not seeing me so often because we've been doing this like that. But like, congratulations I'm, again. Thank you. Thank you. But I, I'm sure, like, other people, like, I already know, like, relationship before that, it's like, no, nah, that wasn't happening. It's like, you're not about to be out doing this. You're not about to be out traveling all the time. Like, it's it's like, you're not about to be away like that. So I get what you're saying, because a lot of people don't get it. But, like, I got because, a question like, for you, B. Yeah, they be questioning. What'd you say? I have a question for you. Oh. So, like,
0: we first met, you got off a plane.
2: Literally, from, from Taiwan. I flew to Taiwan From Taiwan. First. <laughs>
0: <laughs> k- touchdown and like we met up like at a bar and hung out and drug like you know, my aunt family oh, shit absolutely. like that but i feel like certain people k- could not handle that like that would have been a problem oh with oh just
2: meeting you like right off the plane yeah met you before yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah a lot of people oh don't shit don't you met me that. in bali you met me in oh, bali for yeah. my birthday yeah yeah, yeah i did <laughs> i flew to bali and met jazz first time i met jazz straight from bali like flew from taiwan to bali never met Bad jazz talk. in person even Ari never met Ari in person flew from Taiwan no way. and um like my she was my girlfriend at the time but like I was meeting with her but like I met with Ari first literally landed at like 30 <laughs> p.m in LA and Straight we to the bar. to the bar <laughs> Ari got me drunk as shit and I went home and I slept like until like I don't know I think it was till like one o'clock the next day but it's like yeah a lot of people can't deal with that but I don't care like you can't deal with it. That's your problem. You don't want to deal with it. You don't have to be with me. I really don't give a fuck. So. Oh, <laughs> that's <laughs> <another side laughs> there, that a lot
1: of people aren't, that, that they don't think about as well when it comes to dealing with someone that is like an entrepreneur or that just has to network with different type of people. I honestly don't think they're thinking about the aspect that this person is probably going to be going on business trips. Um, networking with other women or other men that probably have more money than you or have a better lifestyle because that, they're in that walk of life and you're not a part of that walk of life. Y'all can't even handle regular insecurities of somebody liking, somebody picture on the timeline. Imagine your man or your wife or girlfriend having to have business lunches and dinners or networking parties with people that look good, got getting money, da, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a whole other... Because you're constantly meeting new people all the time, there's new opportunities all the time. You have to speak to people all the time. They're not thinking about that part either. Like, there's so many factors when it comes to that lifestyle, so many. And you really have to be with somebody that understands that, or it's gonna be a fucking shit show. A shit show.
2: So, when it comes to like relationship and insecurities, I see it all the time, just like you said. Like, I see it between people who like really not doing much, like, it's just nine to five stuff, right? But when it comes to like being insecure with, person that they with like oh you can't talk to the same sex or you can't hang out with certain certain people it's like how would you be able to deal with somebody who got uh, a business they're gonna be with people a lot of the time like I sit on um zoom for hours with like Ari and Tara and Jazz like every week so it's like if you can't deal with somebody working with the opposite sex or same sex with whoever they're attracted to like how you gonna deal with that like so I feel like how how do you view like relationship insecurities? Like how is that with like in general? Just like people being insecure in a relationship. Like how how do you deal with that?
1: It doesn't. I'm I'm not an insecure person because I just <laughs> I feel like I'm lit. I, I feel like I'm fire. Like I don't know. Like in my head, I'm just like nothing compares to me not on a physical level but just like overall personality everything that i bring to the table so when i see other people around i'm never like i'm never feeling away especially if we have communication like and i already know what it is it doesn't bother me. Like, my um my husband works with women all the time. And like I said, he's on tour, but he works for T-Pain. He's always around women all the time. Like, there's always girls coming to the um hotel rooms or backstage and da-da-da. And like, when he's filming, he films with women all the time. And girls are crazy. They're always trying to get something for free if they shake a little more ass or act a little more sexy. But I just be like, oh, these bitches is crazy. And that, that's it. Like, it doesn't bother me but i can see it being an issue for other people because right. in my head i'm just like all right if you do something stupid you're gonna lose me okay i'm gonna be able to find somebody else i don't know what you're gonna be able to exactly. lose. No, there's not a lot of people <laughs> like me right so <laughs> if you wanna fuck up okay that's your problem right that's exactly how i
2: feel and i'm like, when, like if you're successful
1: you're like like mm-hmm. <clears throat> successful you're beautiful. You got shit going on for you. You're not really worried about losing somebody that's not loyal to you. Because it's like, at the end of the day, you can find somebody else. Yeah. I'm never worried they're about they're it, going. ever. Right. And, I, and I know not he's not going to do that, so I don't care. Is that and, even- I and then like also, it's just like... All... Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead,
0: go ahead, go ahead. I feel like not all, like, men or women are really, like, especially when we get to a certain age, like, we're not all that thirsty. Like, all that extra shit isn't cute or appealing anymore. It's like, uh, you're doing a lot. I'm here to work. Like, you want to network? Cool. But other than that, all this extra shit, like, I'm good. I'm, I'm
1: going to like, <laughs> See y'all tomorrow. Exactly. Exactly. Especially when you're really about, like, progressing and getting money and, like, you're not even thinking about what that is. Oh, I have a question for you. So for who, me?
0: Yeah. Or all of us? No. Okay. Like for you and your your man, do you guys have like um like a vision for your families? Like for me, like I want to create wealth and legacy, and I want I want to create something that's going to be here for my family for like hundreds of years to come, right? So do y'all have mm-hmm. like? do y'all have like a vision for like your relationship and family and stuff wait
1: wait before you answer that because I'm glad you said that Ari I was just about to ask because everybody gets on here and talks about like different dynamics if you like dating somebody that gets money just like you and like I guess what the expectation (sighs) is so what is it for you if you decide that or well first of all I guess do you want to have kids have y'all talked about that yes definitely in the future okay. so what so who so who at that point slows down you or him <clears throat> we're on the same page about it we're on the same page we just trying to get financially stable and until we get to that point All Right. so what's your favorite thing about
0: being a business owner
1: Being able to make my own schedule, not having to answer to anyone, um, not having to answer to anyone is my jam. Like, that's my shit. Yeah,
0: that's my favorite thing. (laughs) like, I can say what I want on Twitter, do what I want, wake up when I want, and
1: people talk crazy. That's so unprofessional. I don't give a fuck like <laughs> that's that's what i love i We're love when you like, do complain to like, me <laughs> like we say whatever we want to say and then people be like oh my god who do you work for i'm gonna call your boss so i'm like Bitch, go ahead <laughs> send the email to corporate <laughs> like, hi, no, is it. It.
0: it's all right what's up <laughs> yeah i seen it i got right? a question
1: <laughs> you got all the money in the world you don't have to worry about bills or anything like that you know you're not you're already doing jewelry, so don't worry about jewelry or web design. What would you be doing? Like, would you be, I don't know, swimming with dolphins? What is the one thing that you would be doing if you, you know, you didn't have to work or worry about money or anything? If I didn't have to worry about money or anything, what would I be doing? I would definitely be traveling. I would, just go, I would go see all of, like, Hmm. I'm are you traveling to now, though?
0: Like, are you still very involved in the business and, like, the operations? So, like, you physically can't leave? Like, there's a matter, yeah, like this if I leave, what I'm
1: focused on. this yeah. shit's going to get
0: backed up.
3: That's
1: where you're Yep, that's where go. I'm at right now. So, that's, real. that's what I'm trying to fix. But it's really hard, So Just because yeah. of the way that my business is. Because so the much custom. stuff is hands-on that I have. Exactly. So it's, yeah. Which is one of the reasons why I'm, like, getting out of that. I'm going to still do it, but I'm going to ha- I'm gonna find a different way to do it where I don't have to be physically there all the time. And since I have the warehouse, I can just hire somebody. But just trusting people, it's just a lot. It's a lot.
2: Um, what made you go for the 90s style jewelry? Like, what made you go for that? Like, because you could have made, you know, more modern jewelry for for us, right? But what made you go for the 90s style? I'm, like, stuck in the time warp. That's why. Like, that's literally most of the music that I listen to all the time um
1: i i just love that era i'm very heavy on like little tim foxy brown nicole ray missy elliot like that's just like my era and i feel like that's after that era things got really really watered down when it came to like just music and fashion and i think fast fashion became more of a thing after that and it's just those are just classic looks even with like sitcoms, TV shows, because we had UPN 9 and like, you know, all of these, like, I, that's just something that I always looked up to fashion wise. And I just always kept that style because my uncles used to always keep me fly when I was young. So when I couldn't find the things that I wanted anymore, I was just like, yo, where the hell am I gonna get this from? So I used to go to um different thrift shops and vintage shops in New York just to try to find jewelry. But I would wear my mom's stuff, her old earrings. Her old door knockers, her old necklaces, and stuff. So, like, I literally just never left that era. <laughs> I literally never left it. Like, if I showed y'all pictures of my old stuff, I was always wearing the same shit. Even down to like painting print bandanas, that's something I always was wearing, always.
2: So, you just, you just love the 90s.
1: It was just a, I think, I feel like it was just the one time where we were able, as a, like black people from the hood, to like rep, like, give representation about. Who we were, our style, our struggles, everything from the music down to even the women. And it was just embraced more. Being flashy, mm-hmm. With all being the out things. there the first. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's just how I grew up. That's how my mom was. That's how my uncles and my aunt were. So I always was like, I like that shit. Like, and then back then, the jewelry was real. Right, right. And the gold was cheap. It, it was, was like, real. It was cheap, and it was real. So it was. It, you just had a different level of, like, I know this is real. I spent a lot on this. My teeth is gold. I'm getting Like, it was just different. It was just, like, a different <clears throat> vibe, and that's just always what I was about. So when I seen that there was nothing like that anymore, I was just going super-duper hard to, like, bring it back for myself and for my clients, like, the stylists and the people that I knew because I knew that that's what they were looking for because nobody else had it
2: right yeah so so what what your your quality with your jewelry like your quality versus other people um your process do you make yours by hand because it like it seemed like you was telling me on twitter that you do your like stencils and then you send them off right Mm -hmm. but you do that all by hand Mm -hmm. with the software
1: so for the stencils i use the software i have templates or whatever for the styles that i have what happened was when i Went viral the first time. I got so many fucking orders. And in the beginning, I was just like, okay, let me just try to get this backlog of orders out and then I'll be good. But then when I realized, I was like, oh shit, this is not a backlog. This is my workload now. Like, this is consistently what I'm about to be getting now. Like, I'm not, it's not slowing down. I realized I'm not gonna be able to do this by myself. So um I found somebody from New York because I'm originally from New York and I had at that time just moved to Atlanta. I found a guy in Queens. There's this place called the Coliseum. It's kind of like, um, you know how L.A. has, um, what is it called? Swarthstone Mall where people go there and get their jewelry, right. the yeah. custom jewelry. Yeah. There's something like that. We, we, have a lot, we have a lot of places like that in New York. We have like Fulton Mall, downtown Manhattan, Queens. There's places where you can actually go in there and get your custom jewelry. So I had a man from Queens that I, um, I went to, and I was just like, you know, I have a lot of orders, and I need help. Um, these are the products that I, you know, I have and whatever. And when I was first working with him, his quality was trash. Like he wasn't making myself good. Like his, he was using cheap stuff and it was making my business look bad because people were just like, oh, this is cheap. So then um, I found a new person, which is who I'm working with now or whatever. And we collaborated on the designs that I sell now for the most part. And like her quality is way better. And I like her because she's a woman, but the thing, the reason why I'm not doing everything myself is because the machines, not only are they really expensive, I didn't have the space for it because you can't have that in your house. Like they're really right. huge machines <laughs> that you need <laughs> ventilation <laughs> for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now I just design the names. Mm-hmm. I send them to her, and she makes them, and we, like, we talk every day, text messaging, this is what's going on, that's what's going on, come up with different designs, different concepts, but right now, I'm at the point where I'm trying to get back into my original designs, because I have stuff that y'all never seen before, like, real actual, like, jewelry pieces that I've made that are original to me, that if you see it, you're like, oh, that's a cheesy piece or whatever, so I'm trying Not to get that back exclusive. to this, yeah, I yeah, mean, because I, I
2: also I
1: do. The street <clears throat> yeah, I have exclusive stuff because what I also had to do is I realized I was gonna always reach a cap because there's only but so many custom orders that we could take. So I do sell other stuff that other people that other people sell as well. But the reason why I do that is because I need to always still have like that extra income coming in because I don't want to reach a cap where it's like we can only do so much, you know, custom shit. So there's stuff that you will see that I sell that other people sell, like from the other websites, I'm not going to say the names because I don't know who the hell is listening to this. But, um, and I don't really care that other people sell it because they just want to buy it. Certain people don't care if they see it other places, they prefer to buy it from me. Once I learned that, I That's stopped brand. feeling a way about selling the same brand. thing. Yeah, I stopped, I stopped feeling a way about selling the same things that other people sell because they really don't care, like, they will buy it from me. So, um, yeah, you'll see a few, like, the tennis chain necklaces, like, the, um, the initials and stuff. There's a lot of other people that sell those as well but i just knew that i needed to have other products that i don't have to like physically work on myself so that i could just always still have that extra income because if i make everything my, i'm gonna be burnt out like i'm gonna, it's impossible for me to um continue to sustain myself so as you and move and back put, like into, scale so as you move back into because you said you wanted to start like doing your own designs getting back into that do you think mm-hmm. those custom orders are going to be more so like high-end like it's gonna cost you a lot more if you want this piece. I'm not aiming for it to be high end for those products. Those products I want more to be signature pieces, okay. statement pieces. So something that if you see a young Miami wearing, or if you see a sweetie wearing, you're okay. like, oh, I know what she wear. You know, so I'm not saying it's gonna be cheap, but it's not gonna be like you have to spend five thousand dollars on it because I don't. I still want my stuff to be affordable. I don't want it to be cheap, but I still want it to be accessible to the people that I'm like promoting to, like the women that I, you know, that I used to be. I don't want to ever make it like, damn, the people that I used to be. Can I challenge that a little bit?
0: Like,
1: huh? I want to challenge
0: that. I want (laughs) to challenge that a little bit because, like, I have. Oh, you want to challenge it? Yeah. Because, look, I have affordable shit and then I have shit for people who want to spend. Right. So like, if you want more of my time, you want Mm -hmm. more one-on-one, you want me in your business, in your shit, that's going to cost more. Right. And so like, I feel like you have a base where Mm -hmm. they're like, I don't want what everybody has. Okay. I I want the custom. I want something unique. I want something just for me that nobody else is going to have. And I feel like you have that in your audience and not, and to not have that available and offer that to them is doing them like a disservice right like i don't want to i don't want to wear the shit everybody else is wearing right like i want the custom just for ari right
2: i want that custom street yeah. right what if i wanted like <laughs> a custom cuban link? Yeah. i know you got gonna hit
1: me over the head on that
0: and i'm i'm happy to do it because i know your quality i know your work i know your style i know you or, or as far as like your right. branding and stuff so like bet you do dope shit, so like, what do you got for me? And only
1: right. for me. You just told us you can make anything out of gold. Yeah, and you went to school for it. You learn how to do it by hand. But no, I could, I could do stuff like that. So, so when I was, what I was saying with the um, signature items. So even with like my candy custom earrings right now, with the names that are um, different colors, I only sell a certain amount of those every month. So certain things that I have are exclusive that like literally if you didn't catch it you didn't catch it at that time so for um any other things like as far as like if you wanted like a cuban link necklace i could definitely do that it's just not something that's something i I definitely want to get more into in the future but right now i haven't been doing customs like that only because of the workload that i have that's the only reason why. Just because, like, I be in, I really be in tunnel tunnel vision. Like, when y'all see me on Twitter, I be there. But I be I be just you're so focused on what I got to do. You're
0: booked and busy. Because my specific.
1: customers are fucking crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I love how. My customers
1: are fucking crazy.
0: I love how, like, you don't wild out on everybody. Right? Like, because, obviously, with, like, <clears throat> I don't deal with this a lot. Because I don't have a physical product, like. You know, I have a very low-end course, right? Low-end membership. And then coaching isn't that, like, you know. And my clients know, like, don't play with me, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, like, I feel like with the physical product, like, y'all get abused. Like, (laughs) even worse than, like, the shit Mm -hmm. that I see in it. Like, y'all really get abused for for no reason. So how do you handle that? Because, look, if I were you, I'd be going off. It's like, fuck you, fuck you, here's your money, here's
3: extra, so you never
1: buy from me again, leave me the fuck alone. Honestly, I just refund people and keep it pushing, I don't bring any light to it, because I, like, once I realized that majority of, like, okay, so I'm at, like, what, 17,000 followers right now, right? This one person is pissed off of me, nobody knows he's pissed off of me, why am I letting everybody know somebody's pissed off of me? So if you're disrespecting me, it's just like, okay, what's your order number? cool refund and they wild out when i refund their money it's like they want to fiz- they want to abuse me they want to talk shit and they still want to get it and i'm just like sorry feeling incon- i have a whole like copy paste for that like apologize for the inconvenience i hope you find somebody else that works better for you but this is not gonna work i apologize because i try uh-huh. to be extra thorough on my website where like yeah. I tell them the process time time in like eight different places and even when there's delays I try to be as transparent as possible but I understand some people just don't understand or they needed it for a certain time where they just don't have patience and that's fine take your money back and you can't order again and you're gonna want to order again because I'm gonna keep dropping some fly shit that nobody will pass and you're gonna be mad and so,
0: oh, shut up and wait <laughs> right? shut up and wait and so. you know we're in a pandemic shit's crazy so relax relax it was was definitely hard
1: in the beginning you're right it was hard in the beginning because I um I didn't I would internalize everything I would make I take everything personal when somebody talks about me because your business is your baby so I just would be like damn I'm fucking up I don't want my customers to be mad because I'm a perfectionist like I just want everybody to be happy if I could have like a hundred like I want a hundred percent reviews like positive reviews nobody did me mad but then I just realized oh, there's some people that she's just never gonna make happy and once I started excuse me I'm sorry the, um the liquor once I started getting customers that it didn't even make any sense what the fuck they was mad about I was just like oh yeah some of y'all are just crazy it's not even me like there's nothing that I could do to make you happy like it doesn't matter like, I have customers that will leave a review and be like, there's not even any diamonds on this. And I'm just like, there's literally no what? diamonds in the picture.
3: There's no <laughs> diamonds
1: in the picture. <laughs> they thought, thought I was
2: going oh, to down. Yeah, so
1: it's like, I bust had a customer um, that, like, really was so crazy. And I don't want to say the whole story on Twitter, but they, like, they ordered for me. To, they ordered the wrong color. I was like, okay, as a courtesy, you can send it back. I'll give you the correct color. It's not a problem. Because the name, for some people, if the name is... A common name, I'm like, okay, I could probably just sell this again to someone. You didn't wear it, try to right. sell it, but I'll sell it cheaper to someone else just so I can at least make what I spent back on it right. and get it made. Right. So it's not just a loss sitting here. So, um, you know, she was like harassing me over the weekend, like verbally abusing me in the emails. And it was like a three day weekend, too. She's like, did you get my return? I sent it to you. Hello, hello. And she just kept like sending it back, following up, following up, for like every fucking 30 minutes so i just like once i got her return i just refunded her i was like you know unfortunately can't move forward with your with your order so she was like oh my god is it just me or is everybody's order i didn't answer because i didn't tell her that i wasn't moving forward with her order i just said no longer moving forward with any orders right now because i didn't want her to like take it personal and then she left a review on my website saying that she's some blogger with 50,000 um, followers, 500,000 followers. And she didn't know that – I didn't know that she was buying it. Um, and she had a lot of followers, and she was going to send a review out because she's an attorney, okay. and she was going to make a bulk order of over – nothing made sense. She was like, she's an attorney. She was going to buy 500 necklaces for her clients. And I'm like, what attorney buys custom jewelry for their client? Nothing made sense. Wah, but I was wah. just like – Exactly, I was like, "Oh well," and then she tried to make another order. And when she made the next order, she fucked up the order again. So I canceled both of those. She made two orders. Fuck, I canceled them shits. And then she had somebody else try to order for her. Um, I think her dad tried to order or her mom (laughs) tried to order, and I canceled that shit. And then her dad tried to order, and then her dad sent me this long ass big email, and he was just like, "I can't understand why you would want to." Like he was really going all for me. And I was just like, I don't give a Isn't fuck. I'm not sweet. taking this one. Like, <laughs> like, I'm not, like, I'm not. To, I was like, I, I told him, I was like, here's the screenshots. Here are the screenshots of your daughter verbally abusing me via fucking email review saying that she's going to tell everybody that my business ain't shit and that, like, I'm the worst experience she ever had. So find somebody else. It was just, it was a mess. So once I experienced things like that, I was just like, oh, people crazy. I'm not taking nothing personal. Here's your refund, leave me the fuck alone. Go ahead, tell everybody that I'm, I'm, I'm fucked up. I had somebody go to the Better Business Bureau and <clears throat> complain about a necklace that they got for me April 2019, and they sent it to the Better Business Bureau in fucking February of this year because they wanted to get an exchange. And I'm like, what business? What business? Can You go? You cannot go to any business and get an exchange for anything in almost in 10 months, for 10 months. Like, where? Who? Who's letting And you do that? No, I don't
2: even know. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think, <laughs> you got like thirty days with well, custom. Maybe I think. Yeah, not custom, but days. like Nordstrom,
1: maybe I think. That's I about it. Nordstrom is not Nordstrom is not letting anyone return something and after ten months that
2: they wore. Mm. She no, exactly. And get a new new piece, co whole new piece for the same price for free. Nope. Yeah,
1: she can't, I called Better Business Bureau, and I was like, "Listen, I'm not refunding her. Like, y'all could stop because mm-hmm. they try to resolve it. And I was like, could 'Could y'all stop emailing me about a response? I'm not. I don't have anything <laughs> else to say to her. I already said I'm not giving her a refund. So y'all need to close it out. I don't know what y'all gonna do. They resolved it in my favor. Sorry, Mama, not me. Shreezy, but yeah, for? oh yeah, y'all, y'all your- feeling nice. I can see it because y'all feeling y'all look y'all all looking lazy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, C
0: what's your sign? What sign are you?
1: I'm a Virgo. I'm. I knew a, it. I'm on the. I'm on the cusp. It. I'm the 24th, so I'm
2: literally like right there. The <laughs>
1: cusp of what? I knew it. I
2: knew it. Leo and Virgo. Oh, you almost a Leo?
1: <laughs> By like a couple hours, because I was born early, yeah. early the 24th. You was
2: probably supposed to be a yeah. Leo, but
0: she's not. I probably she, she's sensible. She's
2: Are you
1: a
0: Virgo too? No, I'm I a Virgo. Ver-
2: oh, who? <laughs> you know i'm a leo
0: <laughs> i know you're a leo but a lot of people don't uh peg me for a pisces because i have a virgo moon so i'm very like i don't know i'm very not
2: Pisces. you're very crazy my husband right? is oh. a pisces. pisces oh wow pisces.
1: that's I've the, the best kind of pisces. person to be with that's the best kind of person to be with you as your life partner <laughs> yeah we work we we know we, we we really work well with each other we do yeah, I'm, I'm, not I'm not crazy
0: and less provoked and I'll tell you there's no one who's gonna work harder than I do and get you to where you need to go or where you say you want to go than then I will so Oh no, yes. nothing about these signs well, I just well, know what Scorpios
2: do <laughs>
0: <laughs> we just know Scorpio women are dope and Scorpio men are trash
1: I've heard that and I've experienced it yeah
0: it's accurate right
1: mm-hmm
2: yeah, Bees is like, nah, never. Hell no. <laughs> Fuck no. Wait, Bees, are you drinking Henny crazy. straight?
1: Bees, are you drinking Henny
2: straight?
1: Yeah,
2: I'm or drinking is it straight. I'm, I'm, I'm drinking it straight. I'm just pouring it into my, <laughs> my little cup. <laughs> and then if I need some Coke, i pour some. I drink straight out the bottle for the Coke. I'm with you, B. What kind of coke you talk about? The sun. (laughs) (laughs) You see, I ain't drink much coke. Oh, I didn't know if it was
1: a drink, (laughs) what you
2: talk about. (laughs) I didn't know. Uh, That kind of coke. Oh, no. I don't know. I don't don't judge. (laughs) I don't know.
1: Are you trying to take a shot? Is that why you asked? You trying to take a shot? Uh, That's why you asked? I oh, should. Oh, she man. pulling up her, her shot. OK. OK. <laughs> Jasmine, you look like you get an interview by the FBI, but we can't show you. I just cause... said. I just said <laughs> <'cause> to <it was laughs> this window. You're a criminal informant. I can't see anything, just an outline. <laughs> it's because this window. No, right? it looks... <laughs> It does Turn look around. like those interviews when you watch Survivor R. Yeah. Kelly and they oh, have yeah. that no. I yeah. <laughs> yeah, It, it on looks on like ID this channel. is Survivor R. Kelly. <laughs> I was hoping the sun would go down by now. She on ID channel. <laughs> no.
0: And then summer, we drop the
1: body off. <laughs> summer in the Pacific
0: Northwest at what, 5 p.m. and she's hoping you the sun will go down. You got five more hours till
1: the sun right. goes down. What? Right, right, <laughs> She really? likes she on crime oh, stoppers man. right now. Another <laughs> cup. Yo, that looks that looks crazy. It's How does it look like that? And then you have the palm cheese in the background. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. It can't show her face. I I'm in the, the so I have I have Don Julio. Place. I have Don Julio Blanco. Which is actually good. Do you drink tequila?
2: I do. I yeah. can't drink.
1: Have you guys yeah. tried the whole nineteen forty two? Yep. Hell no.
2: Yeah. Nineteen forty two. No, you haven't?
1: I like it. I have.
0: Casamigos or Clase azul?
1: That's what I have been drinking. Yep. Casamigos. That's really good yeah. tequila. That's what I wanted. It's really good quality tequila. I've yeah, watched it so for smooth. a long time. That it's it's really I remember good. when it first came out.
0: I can't do blanco because I wanna fight, but the Reposado.
1: Michigan. So you don't like the 1942
0: añejo? Mm-mm. I want, I want to fight. Last time I drank that shit, I was fighting on the Las Vegas no. trip. No, Oh, alcohol makes <laughs> me want to
1: fight. Yeah,
0: we, we beat up somebody.
1: <laughs> See, I learned the yeah, hard way love. that I was a, yeah. Like,
0: don't, don't touch me
1: too. No don't stop. do what <laughs> I care about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Only when it comes to family. How has? covid affected your business has it been positive negative like what's up how have you been handling everything with
1: COVID? so um as far as financially i'm every month has been like black friday and i think it's because of the stimulus checks and just the unemployment that people are getting
0: for people who don't know the gold mine that is black friday can you explain that to them that is like
1: Christmas for e-commerce. <clears throat> yeah, so yeah, so like literally every month I'm 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 getting like 300 orders a month. Like I'm good. So, so that's a good thing. However, let's remember that my shit is handmade right so and i wasn't expecting it so there's there was no way to really prepare for that so in the beginning it was cool because it's just like you know i could organize my vote because i'm a very organized person i don't play i love systems i love having like certain things in place but when it came down to covid we were good in the beginning because when covid first um came when it first became a thing like around um january In China, I was like, oh, shit, it's about to be a fucking shit show. So, what I did is I started ordering a whole bunch of shit to prepare. So, I was buying, like, bubble mailers, bamboos, everything I needed. that Because I didn't know what the fuck was going to happen. Like, I didn't know, so I wanted to be prepared. But I think I prepared a little too early. (laughs) Because... Like, okay, so March came around, and then New York got shut down. And remember, I told you guys, the person that I work with is out of New York. So we were good for, like, the beginning, of, like, March, April. But then May came and started running out of stuff. And New York is closed. So there's no way to get, like, bamboos and certain materials that we need. Because Fifth Avenue, downtown Manhattan, all the places that we get gold from and shit like that's closed. So it gave, like, we had, like, a back order a backlog of certain products. So like my bamboo earrings uh, was backed up, which I had to like issue a whole bunch of refunds because of that, because you just out of bamboo earrings and I was ordering bamboos, but I'm like, I can't give people these bamboos because a lot of the people that shop with me order from me a lot. So it's not like they're not going to see the difference in the bamboos. You know what I'm saying? So, and I don't want to send anybody low quality because this is a time in their life where they don't even really have money to be spending like that for me to be like sending them some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So as far as like making money, great amazing like i'm talking about three thousand four thousand five thousand dollar days where it's to the point where like i'm not gonna keep talking about reaching my goals because y'all gonna get tired of me (laughs) if i if i post every time i I, like i have an accolade or whatever but Mm -hmm. it just it has caused a backlog so that's one of the reasons why i stopped taking orders I started taking orders so that I could catch up, and we could figure out what the fuck we're gonna do. And I just issued the refunds, and now we're caught up, which I'm I'm really happy about. But this COVID thing is just like it just reminded me that you just never know. Like sometimes there's literally no way you could p- prepare for certain things. Like unless I have a fucking surplus of bamboo earrings for an entire year type shit. Like, but even still, because even if I had a bamboo for a year, there's no way for me to know that I'm gonna get so many orders. In three months. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, just remind me to be always on my toes. So it was a great learning experience for me. Like, for real, for real. Great learning experience. Shit is about to hit the fan, though. When these checks stop coming in for people. It's about to hit the fan. So I haven't really been spending money like that because I know chargebacks are coming. And not even because my stuff is bad, but because people going to need that money.
2: All right. How do you do that? I know
1: people are going to do that.
2: How do you deal with? You said, that? "How do I deal
1: with what?" Charge Um, to be honest, so I'm on Shopify, so I have um fraud protect, but I don't only rely on that. I used to work for Flight Club. I don't know if y'all know what Flight Club is.
2: I do. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm
1: it's like yeah. So when I was working with Flight Club, I was corporate. I was in the office, so we did verification. For Verification. We like my department. We used to have to call the customers or contact them or even just screen, um, because. They used to use this program called Riskify. I don't know if they're still in business, but they screen different orders um, before they come in. So I already was familiar with how to, like, flag certain orders or what to look out for and just, like, protocol for stuff like that. Just from working from for other businesses because with Flight Club, you getting people buying two, $3,000, $4,000 products. they buying two pair of Yeezy. They're buying, like the old Jordans that cost, like, $900 each. So I was already familiar with that when it came to chargebacks with PayPal and um, regular credit cards. So, like, literally, I barely lose chargebacks, barely. Like, the only times I do is when it's, like, item is not described because sometimes you have to, like, have proof of what you sent them out. But even in those cases, I'm just like, all right, whatever. Like, take your money. You probably need it more than me. You just won't be able to chat with me. But as far as, like, PayPal, I never lose PayPal disputes ever. Like, the only time I lose them is when I don't see that it came in because I'm not paying attention. And then, like, the time passed or some shit like that. But other than that, I know how to – I submit PDFs. I do not play. I will have screenshots of every email they sent me, their email address, little notes highlighting different sections, underlined with the red, writing in the like <laughs> – I'd be like, this customer – I don't play, so – but it's because I know what they look for. And um, I have a lot of customers. Well, not a lot, because I don't get a lot of chargebacks, thankfully. I used to in the beginning. But I have customers that they'll, like, wait until I create this tracking number and then do a chargeback. So that's one of the reasons why when I do make my tracking numbers, I wait, like, two, three days before I ship it out. People be like, why is it taking so long? I'm like, because, bitch, <laughs> you don't know what I'm dealing with on the back end. You don't know. Like, there's people that literally will wait until you ship it to charge back and and say that they never got it or that they didn't order it or, you know what I'm saying? So, sometimes I just like to wait to see because the last thing that I want to do is get a charge back for something and then you still get the product. I'd rather just keep it. Listen, I have a whole clearance section on my website. If you check, those are all charge backs. Oh, for real? Cl- yeah, the, my clearance section is chargebacks. Chargebacks, and sometimes I make the the, the same name twice by accident because I'll, like, I'll print the, the um the label twice by accident if I'm not thinking about it. So, like, I'll, like, make the same name, me, or twice by accident. So I'll just sell the second one. But, yeah, that's the only thing that made me want to, like, change my target market a little bit because some people are, like, a little ghetto. <laughs> <Ratchet>. <laughs> i love it ratchet. i love it but i had to think about the ratio of people i get a lot of white people to buy for me too i know but yeah, you, i know this
2: how you know they
1: white i get orders from everywhere people from freaking like fucking nebraska because i look at the map I'm like who the fuck bought this and then i'll google their name because you know google map you could like look at where they live at yeah one time, I one time or oh, y'all wanted to know a crazy story. One time, excuse me, a customer was—they were talking to me crazy, like you said, in the Instagram DMs. This is why I don't answer Instagram DMs no more. I have to get somebody to do it for me because I'm crazy. So this person talking to me crazy. I'm like, "What's your order number?" So I, I refunded it. So she, when when I refunded it, she responded back. She was like, "Oh, thank you." I was like, "Okay, block, cool." So I'm the next day. I'm checking my emails. Regular order status, da, da, da. Here comes the same girl. I gotta hear this whole business. Gonna suck my dick. Da, 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 da. Going crazy. Like I will kill all of y'all. Like going crazy. And I'm like over a necklace. Cool. So I just started getting angry because I was just like, Why are you talking to me like this? Like you're being disrespectful to me. I can't see your order because you're being disrespectful, and now you're being even more disrespectful. So I, I went and I looked up her order. And I'm like, you're from Brooklyn. That's crazy. So let me look up your address. So I went, you know, in Google Maps, you could literally see the, the whole inside, outside of a person's building and everything if you look on Google Maps. So I Googled her name. I was like, that's what you live at? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I was like, I know people from over there. That's mad cute. I'm not going to say anything else. You but sound was just like so my cousins. I love it. <laughs> That's mad cute. I was like, oh, you're from over there." I was like, oh, "You're from over there." Talking to be crazy, and it, it just was weird because it's like I have your address, I have your profile page, so I know how you look.
3: Dummy. So I'm just like,
1: you, "Yo, y'all know this girl? Y'all know her? Because she's talking to be crazy. Talking about she will <laughs> kill me <laughs> over a necklace." <laughs> me <laughs> like, ride down her block real quick there she go right there I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna lie when she was talking to me crazy in the DMs I was like, listen, you're talking to me crazy so I'm just gonna block you because this is gonna turn into a different situation I said, we both from Brooklyn and she was like, what that mean? I was like, okay you obviously not from Brooklyn <laughs> right, I was like, okay let me go ahead and block her for this, Gabriel hand real felonious <laughs> I was like, oh, you don't know me. You really don't know me. <laughs> it can get real crazy out here. But yeah, that was an interesting situation. These customers are crazy. Every day is a struggle of not being ghetto for me. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> of not being my old self. It's a struggle. Like, not even being funny. Like It's really like, because where I come from and like where I want to be, it's just like, damn, you can't go back to that. You can't go back to that. You can't go back to that. Yeah. So I just try to, like, avoid yeah, yeah. certain situations.
0: Y'all don't want Ari 1.0. You want the Ari 2.0 who is like, chill, I'm going to leave shit alone. And you do not want <laughs> Ari 1.0. you know so 0. crazy
1: to me? I'm just like, <laughs> why y'all talking crazy to somebody named
2: Streetsy? Like, what the fuck, <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, uh, we
3: lost yeah. her. I'm
2: oh, still uh, my 1.0. <laughs> I was just about to ask about the Facebook ads because she used Facebook ads. Baby's drunk. drunk. <laughs> Fuck that. I could
0: really, I could, yeah. I'm like, I need a cheeseburger right now.
2: <laughs> I'm starving. I might go to McDonald's. Like, oh, Mac.
0: Love,
2: love yourself, sis. What, what am I right. supposed to get? Wendy's take twenty minutes. Oh, I, shit. I, I'm right
0: there with you. Don't tell anybody, but you know, ninety percent clean, ten percent. I didn't
2: have no business. Some bullshit. So you just need <laughs> some quick. Shit. I'm
1: about to go give me like a whole order of pork fried dumplings from the Chinese spot and some sushi.
2: So I wanted to ask you, you use Facebook ads in your business. Like can you kinda like explain how you use those? And what type of returns you're seeing from the Facebook ads?
1: <clears throat> yeah, sure. So um for me, with Facebook ads, mostly I just do retargeting tar- ads because I know that me personally, I go viral a lot on Twitter. Um, and then on Instagram, I get a lot of traffic. So what I do is I have pictures for all of my different products. Not pictures. I have different audiences for all of my different products or whatever. So I just run ads on stuff that I know people are looking for, especially if something I was out of stock and I just recently stocked on it. I'll like target people that was looking at it for like the last 90 days, like when, when it just restocked or, um, just like major sales I have, obviously, for like a Black Friday or, um, when I am dropping something new that I think that certain people are, um, interested in. But I try to separate my, my audiences based off of the things that they're looking for and things that they want. And it works really well for me. I'm not going to lie. I, I spend on average every time I do a Facebook ad, maybe I'll do anywhere between I'd say $20 to $50 a day. That's only because I know my audience. So if I didn't, I would not do that shit. Like if it wasn't my custom audiences, I would not do that shit. But I'll spend like $20, $50 a day and I'll make like $3,000, $4,000. But it's because I know those people are looking for the stuff that I'm like, sell them to them and then they forget sometimes you like ask them something for their card don't forget to buy it or they're interested in it they really wanted it but they didn't get it at the time so if i'm running a sale like oh let me get it right now so that mm-hmm. works for me i don't really run ads like in general like just to get new people the only time i do like general type of just like getting a new thing is i'll do the sponsored post on instagram for that but when i do sponsored posts on instagram it's literally only to get People to click on my website so I could like target ads to them. That's kind of what my strategy is. So when I post stuff on in, on Twitter or Instagram, I don't even care if ad person buys right away because I know I'm about to wow out on ads on you <laughs> and make you um purchase from me. And now I'm using what am I using for Karna? Is it no, not Karna? I forgot what I'm using for um my emails now but with those emails i'm able to target people on my email list and just see like what they're looking for based off of what they click in my emails it's a shopify app so that helps me a lot with ads as well and then obviously the adding to cart um abandoned cart i target people to do that as well but yeah ads is one of the things that makes me like not too press too much if i don't hit certain sales goals in certain because I'm like I'm chilling this week. Like when I want to go hard, I already know. Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna go in or whatever. So it's a good investment if you know what you're doing. And I know there's so much more for me to learn. And the fact that there's just so much more for me to learn, it's just like oh my god. But I'm I'm just not like applying a lot of the things that I know yet because of the workload that I would get from the sales that I would have from that. If that makes any sense.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. So, so how did you learn Facebook ads? What what got you into doing ads?
1: No, I was saying I'm one of those people that just research random things all of the time. So I honestly can't even pinpoint where it was where I was like Facebook ads and started like getting into that. I can't remember what the thing was that made me get into that. But all I know is when I got into it, I was into it. Like I just was like. On YouTube, searching different um, different ads, different strategies. Somebody, I I think I must have been following. Like I don't know. Do you guys know Emily? That like who? You know her? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I like I follow, I've been following. I've been yeah. I've been following her for a couple of years. She's really cool. She did one of my. I I used to do events. She did one of my events with me for financial literacy and stuff. And um. She was into ads at that point in time, so so when um she was talking about it, I think I think she triggered it, triggered me wanting to look into ads more. And after that, I saw, I made my little first little hundred dollars, and I was like, oh, okay, let me look into this more and see what else I can make from it. And that's what made me dive into just just how to build audiences. And then I'm not gonna lie, going viral really helped because right before I went viral, I added a pixel. To my site, so imagine not having that much traffic, I was doing good not before that, but imagine having that much like not having as much traffic, and then all of a sudden you have fifty sixty thousand dollar sixty thousand six thousand people on your website, and then you could target those people now so I'm not gonna act like I didn't have an advantage other than like other people did, but those are not people I could still target because that happened in like 2018. But yeah, that, that helped me a lot. And it made me want to look into it more like, okay, how can I get to all of these people that didn't buy from me? That's Because that's always how I thought. Because I would look at my Google my Google Analytics and then compare that to my Facebook Analytics and who actually purchased and like my click-through rate and everything. And I'm like, okay, how can I target all of the people that didn't buy from me? And then when I learned I like, the do it on Facebook, I was like, oh, okay. How can I do it? And I just it. That's do it. That's how I started. Yeah, that's how I started. <laughs> I had to think it through with y'all. If that makes sense. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, Going makes- viral was like a very pivotal um, point in my business because it wasn't something that I do on purpose. Literally, like the video, that, that's my pinned tweet. It was a video that I w- wanted to make to put on my about page on my website to show people the process. Because people would just always ask why it takes so long, so I just wanted to show them what I was doing behind the scenes. Because at that point, I was doing like a clear acrylic earrings and making them, and I just wanted to show them what it was. And I just like randomly posted it on Twitter, and when I came back to Twitter like an hour later, I was like, thirty thousand views in an hour. What the fuck going on? And it just kept going up, going up, going up, going up, and my website crashed like five times. I didn't go to sleep for like two days,
2: right? Because yeah. my website kept crashing. Right, and you said your website is on Shopify, right?
1: Yeah, but it wasn't at that time. I was on WordPress. Oh. And my hosting, I wasn't. I wasn't on a good like. I changed hosting and everything through that. So like those two days, I, I upgraded to the highest hosting that I had or the hosting um platform that I was on. They couldn't lift me up anymore. So I transferred, I went to, I forgot what company I was at, um, Postgator, I think, I can't remember. I was on their highest plan, kept crashing. Like, it was ridiculous. And I was like, that's what made me want to get into Facebook ads, because I was like, imagine all of the people that was trying to buy for me that didn't get to buy for me because my website crashed while they were checking out, or like, they couldn't get on the site, and it was crazy. Like, if you look at that thread, you'll see. I, I'm like, yo, a crash. I'm sorry, but well, we're back up now. Da, 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 crash, we're back up now. It was so crazy. I would, I would have to, I was selling, Um, am sending like mailing list updates I every mean, fucking three hours. Like, okay, we back up now. It was crazy. So they couldn't, it was, it went really, really viral.
2: Right, because now you got like, what, like 2.2 million views on that one video, on that one tweet? Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: But when it first went viral, it was, like, at 1.8. And that happened in, like, two days.
2: That's crazy. 1.8 million views in two days.
1: It was crazy. I think it was because of the background song, because it was Boogie.
2: Yeah, at that time, a Boogie was going crazy. You said it was, like, 2018? 2018?
1: That was definitely 2018 when that happened. 2018. But um, it was meant to happen for me because I w- I was ready for it. I was ready. I just wasn't ready for the workload. No, the workload. Everything happens for a reason. Because if my site didn't crash, I would have had way more orders, and I wouldn't have been able to get into it. And the thing that really messed me up is like at that time, I I had so much more brand awareness that I had people like. Not only was I dealing with the workload, I was dealing with people that wanted to interview me i was dealing with people that wanted to get me to make products for them i was dealing with like a whole bunch of shit, so it was hard
2: okay so our last question that i like to ask is um what do you consider your biggest accomplishment like so far what do you consider
1: so my biggest accomplishment honestly is like the fact that i'm able to give back to my community now for me that's my biggest accomplishment that I'm able to help people that I care about, like as far as like loved ones, family-wise, especially during these times like COVID, like I could help my aunt, my grandmother, the people that raised me because they they have regular jobs. So they're surviving based off of unemployment. And I'm seeing people that worked for companies for 20 years, not know what the fuck is about to happen with their life. You know what I'm saying? So just the, the fact that I'm able to help them have some sense of security or just in the, like, the short, like, here, here's something so that you could pay these bills and not worry about it. That's a big, big accomplishment for me, helping um, even with, like, just giving back to, like, the bail funds during these times for the people that are protesting because I'm not a protester. I'm not the person that's going to be. I'm not going to lie. I'm not, I'm not that person. I'm not going to be in the front line because I'm crazy. So I'm going to go to jail. Like, I really, I know that, and I can't afford that. I cannot afford to get locked up right now. I have too many people relying on me. So I'd rather, if you, you want to go to jail, I will make sure you get out. Like, that's how I am. So just being able to do that, that's a huge accomplishment for me. And, yeah, just being able to help people randomly. Like, I have friends that work in halfway homes and work with juvenile delinquents, so I'm always giving them resources, money, and things just to help people, especially the girls that are transitioning. Because I used to live in a homeless shelter when I was younger. Um... Because my, my parents is scared. I have a, that's a whole other story. We didn't get into that. But um, so I help a lot of the girls that are like transitioning into living in a, um, a halfway home to finding their new place, just figuring out life, like figuring out how to navigate through life. So I help them with little things like they cell phone bills or like if they don't have somewhere to stay for a night until they get into a new shelter or get into a new halfway home, I'll pay for like their hotel. Like I do a lot of little random things like that all the time. Cause i know how it is to just be out here especially in new york like it's hard so just being able to be in a space to do stuff like that and then still be good for myself is like the biggest accomplishment to me so that's my biggest accomplishment giving back being able to give back to my people i like that i like that a lot that was beautiful oh <laughs> uh-huh. thank you <laughs> no for real i mean I, I love giving back I feel I love helping out the youth cuz I like like you said yeah. like I didn't grow up in a home I didn't uh, live in a homeless shelter but I was homeless at one point and I had to like go through shit so I like to help out kids that's going through the same thing that I went through cuz you know like you can get back get back you know Mhm because I know what it feels like to be hopeless and not really know what the next thing is for you, and just mm-hmm. having somebody support you, just even if it's just one person believing you or like have faith, that could really change your life. Especially if that person is somebody that could relate, it's not like mm-hmm. a white savior, it's not like it's mm-hmm. just somebody that's just like, oh, here, and then you don't know what's next. It's somebody that looks like you that's been through it that could tell you, like, yo, I did, I've been through this before, you're gonna be good. Mm-hmm. This is what you have to do. If they don't listen, they don't listen. And and at yeah. the end of the day, whenever they get to whatever junction they get to, they can remember like, damn, that person told me not to do this. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact they know what they're talking about. So for me, that's just like what I try to do a lot. So like uh, like eventually, I would love to open up like a nonprofit, even if I don't do that. Just I just want to be way more involved with like young women that are going through like different struggles or whatever. But I'm just trying to figure out how I would do it. But that's my biggest accomplishment being able to do that because that's something i always wanted to do but i'm just like damn i broke myself how the fuck i'm gonna help you but now i can help so it feels good to be able to help and then not take anything from me i feel you on that one and it always comes back to me always 10 times over <laughs> anytime you give some money away every time and I, I feel like I'm anytime boring, I help y'all. somebody, no. We just a little fucked up. That's don't don't. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we
2: took a break and up. so we all started drinking
0: again. We're like, oh, oh shit. Like I said,
2: we were too fucked up. Like shit. <laughs> I drank too much. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, nah, I'm really
1: listening. To like going back. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't boring. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. no, no. I was just listening to your story because I've been there like I've had had nothing and like like certain people help me out like I talk about my aunt all the time because she really helped me out when I really had nothing and I like to give Mm -hmm. back like she gave back to me so I like you know any younger kids that I come in contact with because I do volunteer at elementary schools and middle schools like you know if they ever need anything or the teachers like yo they need this I try to give back because I didn't have that a lot growing up so I can totally relate all right
0: well, do we have any other questions for <laughs> Senora Shrizzi? <laughs> nah. I feel like we're all I'm, pretty lit and twisted, and so it's like, all right, we should probably, like,
1: end this. Wrap this up and probably get Shrizzi yeah. back for a part two when we're all a little bit sober.
0: <laughs> in person in Atlanta at the studio.
1: Yes,
2: no, we're right. going to right. right. we go into the, the, the booty club. we go into the booty Club. We do that. The- well we, we can we can pull up at the strip club but we need to do an, a part two at the studio. Right so and see what the studio look like. Because her studio yes. is crazy. Got all yes. the lighting and the pyro effects. Like her studio yeah. is vicious. Her studio
1: is so I'm trying busy. to come through, street C, so when you back in Atlanta
2: You, well, mute you muted I do you that, you know. it, it looks like she
1: talking, <laughs> yeah. You know I do that <laughs> film shit. Um, Let me come through. No- <laughs> Yo, pull up. Um, it's so much more. that we're, we're still like we're doing a little by little. Covid really slowed us the fuck up, man. Because I was ordering stuff, the- China. We have so many props on the way, but I would love for y'all to come through. We could set up a little table and everything, or a, a nice dope setup. We could do the light cube and do the po- podcast in there if y'all want. That would be fire. Um, if we pull in up in Earth, and I just asked my husband. It's not if.
2: Well, well when, when and then. <laughs> So we can all go to the strip club
1: together, do the podcast. We can make a whole little day vlog.
2: Don't don't do
1: it. Yeah, dope. And then, like, my room, my little section where I work out of, my little warehouse or whatever, because we have... It's it's huge. So the front area is our film studio, and in the back is where I work out of or whatever. So it's, like, a dual space. But I'm getting a couch, and I have, like, my fridge. I'm about to fill that shit up with rosés. We be good. We gonna come. Y'all gonna be comfortable. We can have food. (laughs) Like so i don't play i'll be i'll be i'll be working i'll be like i'll be having a zone out <laughs> so
2: wait so long days studio, man at your studios, you have the photographers like the photographers take out the pictures or do like do the people who come to your studio they have their own photographers so it's both so my husband he films he he
1: he shoots music oh. videos. He shoots visuals. So Relent. if people book him. him, he'll he'll go. <laughs> yeah, he'll go. Yeah, he'll go on set and film somebody. But but like people come to our studio and he films them. But then there's some people that just book it because they like our props and they like our backdrops. So we have photographers that book it just for the backdrops, or they book it because like we've never rented the pyro set, but we have people that come for the light cube, for the smoke, or for the and they'll just come and we just we need, I'll be in the back packing orders. Yeah, I'll be in the backpacking orders while they're doing a photo shoot in the front, and and that's it. Or they just like our props, so they come over there, um, and and film with us. But people could shoot with him, like he. We have cameras and everything. We have stop. cameras. That's so that's not a problem. We like if y'all come, we wouldn't have to book a. Um, somebody to shoot. My husband would do it.
2: Okay. Without accent. You don't, don't need normal. a pirate. So, yeah, we gonna need the power. Up. Oh, y'all COVID. with the fire in the background? Yeah. Yeah. We <laughs> it.
1: well,
2: wait, when <laughs> so, it, when is COVID? I don't think COVID is going anywhere. To be honest, like, well we'll
1: sanitize. We'll have masks.
0: Like it's really just a
1: matter of. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell y'all this though. On. My studio is like we my studio is in Marietta, so it's like super out the loop, and it's in like an industrial area, so there's nobody else over there. So, it's not like you can I mean, go cool. to anyone when you go there. It literally is only up in there. And like, I have, I don't play. I got the sanitize. I have everything up in that bitch when you come up in there. I don't play.
2: Wait, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> you getting
1: me sick? It's a problem. <laughs> Hold
2: on. You, you got, like, you got your staff. They do all the sanitizing and stuff in there. So, it's all. Oh, you know, it's I'm
0: cold. sorry. Bees be just put the Chanel's on.
2: <laughs> all casual. <laughs> Wait, we lost Streezy again. God damn! <laughs> 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 this is the worst podcast ever. <laughs> Fuck.
1: Oh my okay. yeah.
0: Fuck. All
1: right,
0: everyone. So Streezy, thank you for being a part of the podcast and for spending some time with us today. We'll check y'all out next week. And yeah, make sure you check the uh, description for our links, follow us on social and I don't know, we'll see you sometime
3: next week or pretty fucked up. So we'll see when this actually makes it live. (laughs) Bye y'all. Bye.